waking up from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. Nick, those five weeks just flew by, am I right? Was it five weeks that we said? I, I think we said five weeks. Well, the funny, funny thing about my my week is that it's actually like, I don't know, like 15 days long. Oh, so you're, you're five one of those times weeks. 15, you know. Yeah, it was probably about that. But yeah, we said like four or five weeks. It was definitely longer than that. But we are back and I am out of shape. I'm out of drinking shape. I'm out of podcasting shape. But I think we're gonna have some fun tonight. We are back. We'll see. We'll see how this opening goes because we really didn't practice this at all. We kind of just jumped back right back into it without like stretching at all. We didn't, and I think I came in a little flat. I don't think I came in with as much like excitement as I probably should have. But well, you know, get your singing voice ready. La 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 la. Okay. 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 No. Too far. <laughs> too far. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to season two, episode one of the Last Call podcast. I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Hi, welcome back. Uh, We'll see how this goes, like I said. Hey, it it might be a little bit rough. Uh, So I know we told the audience like we were going to actually do like prep and that we were going to be better this year uh, with our podcast and that, you know, we were going to do video. Yeah, none of that shit happened at all. You know what? I I have uh, my new goal is to dress as relaxed for this podcast as possible so I keep it casual and, like, easygoing, you know? And right now, we've got some candles going. We, we're hanging out in the studio, a.k.a. my living room. And, uh, yeah, it's nice, relaxing. we got a TV going. So so that's what, what made you relaxed is your, your outerwear, not, like... The fact that we're drinking beers and just it's a Friday night, like it's the clothes do it for you. Okay, well, we'll think about this. If I were to do this in a uh, suit, I'd be very stiff, well, physically and uh, emotionally, and uh, however else you want to say it. This oh. gets me in the mood that I'm like, oh no, it's easy, chill going. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, some shorts. You know, it's fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. see a little candle action going. I, I'm just saying. It is fall, but uh, we we also forgot to do one thing. Uh, so this is the Last Call podcast. It is a 60-minute podcast where Nick and I attempt to drink six beers in those 60 minutes. But there is a catch that each beer we drink does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. So uh, I'm not even going to ask you what you're drinking. Uh, I think we all know at this point, and I have joined the bandwagon. But Nick, I will let you announce what that drink is. Uh, we don't give up. We don't change beers. Season two, we're back with Budweiser. Budweiser's for days. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so, we are going to change up the format a little bit compared oh, to... Whoa. Oh, Oh, my bad. Uh, we are going to change up the format a little bit uh, this season. I want to kind of hit like three main topics. Those are going to be our jumping off points. So typically what we'll do is uh, we'll do every 15 minutes. We'll try to switch up the topics a little bit so we don't ramble too much like we did at the beginning of season one. Uh, yeah, don't go back and listen to those episodes. Those were kind of rough. Honestly, I, I, I'm i amazed by how many people listen to the episodes like of our friends and, and like everything. kept listening. Yeah, and then and honestly... Um, because this whole thing started out as, you know, us, like, during the pandemic, we are like, hey, let's let's do something fun, 
you know, we were both sitting in our separate apartments and everything. We were separated, couldn't do anything. And we're like, yeah, let's do a podcast. So it was pretty fun. So then we did it for 25 weeks and people actually listened to it. And then we had several, several of our friends say like, hey, when are you guys going to start back up again? And so, we're starting back up right yeah. now by popular demand, which was we, also kind of weird to have people actually ask us to do more of these. Right. I, I would have figured it would have been like, hey, please Please stop. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's not. Please, my ears. please, no more episodes. So, thank you. Thank you for supporting us. And I mean, yeah, you know, it's not many listeners, but we appreciate it regardless. We appreciate the listeners that we have. So uh, that is one thing you kind of alluded to it, that we are both sitting in your living room. Um, there was a big change and that I officially moved down to Indianapolis. So Nick and I actually live together and we have not killed each other yet, but yeah. that'll probably happen in like episode 13 or 14 when like we just have a brawl to the death on the podcast. Honestly, good uh, uh, little foreshadowing or whatever you want to call it. That'll keep people listening. Stay tuned uh, for episode. at least episode 13, and they'll be like, oh, it's going to happen. Is he man. dead yet? Yeah. <laughs> Is he dead yet? <laughs> when, when I open up the intro and it's just you, you'll know what happened. You'll know who died. Uh, well, yeah. I guess I could die. And then you could die. I could die. One of us could die. Podcast by yourself. I mean, so, that's fun. So that's Whatever. what we're going to do. Stay, stay tuned until week 13, 14, and you'll see who uh, starts off the podcast. That's clickbait right there. That's, that's classic clickbait. That's the, like the definition of clickbait. Um, speaking of clickbait though, we're going to, we're going to go into it. All right. First segment. I wanted to talk about something that is kind of relevant in the news right now. Might not be the most super exciting like thing in the news, but I find it interesting. And that is the Alec Baldwin scenario where he shot and killed a cinematographer on the set of his movie, TV show, whatever it is, Rust. And of course it's a tragedy and and I feel horrible that, you know, that happened, right? You know, condolences, all that. But am I the only one who was like, why were there real bullets on the set? Like I thought that all of those guns on those types of movies were fake. I thought they were prop guns. I didn't think they fired real bullets. Like, am I like the only idiot who thought that? Well, I mean, it's uh, why would you need a real gun, right? You have I mean, at this point in uh, technology and everything, uh, the animations are so good and the special effects are so good that it's like you can take a prop gun and do whatever the hell you want and make it look like a real thing. But if you still want the pop, the noise, the dust, and everything coming off of it, yeah, you can use a blank. But I'm trying to honestly think of a scenario where you would honestly need a need a live bullet. Yeah, I don't know in that scenario where you need a live bullet. I mean, if you've ever played video games, they make pretty realistic gun sounds. They could easily dub over that gun sound, you know, in the movie. Yeah. If even cool. but even like dummy rounds, typically I look, if you want to get technical and you're like uh making a western or you're making like a action shoot him up movie. Some people are so in tune with guns and like know so much. They're like, oh, that's not real. They're, you know, whatever. And so, but who are you doing it for? Like, you know. You're doing it for the 99% who are not going to know what the different, the different guns sound like, right? There's going to be that 1%. And I mean, that 1% is probably way smaller than 1% that I actually know. Oh, that sounds like this gun. And that sounds like this gun that you were alluding to. But yeah. the 99%, 99.9%, they're not going to know. No, they're just along for the ride. But I think they are able to actually make dummy rounds that will exit the chamber just like any other gun would, right? So it fires a blank, like nothing comes out of it. Yeah. But then the um, ejector pin 
shoots the the casing out of the gun just like a real gun so it's like why was there even a real bullet and there have been some conspiracy theories around why there were real bullets on it and i won't get into that yet yeah but but again what what's the point like they had an uh an armorer i think that's what the official title is of somebody who actually handles the guns and like but uh, again who who brought real bullets why were they real bullets it it makes no sense to have real bullets if you want to use the real gun because of the weight the head you know whatever okay fine but who literally brought brought real bullets but then uh, so another thing i'm thinking about you know i was like oh if you want the sound of it whatever but half the time when they like do sounds in movies, half the time, I'd say the majority of the time, they'll record the movie and they won't use like the sound of the, the leaves crunching or whatever. They won't use the sound that they got off the set. They'll add in more sound on it. So it's like you don't even need the sound of the gun popping off from the set. You'll add it in later. Have you ever seen those uh, videos of the people that actually do that for the living for oh, a living? Fascinating. Where they're it's like amazing. on a sound stage and they've got just props everywhere yeah. and like it's footsteps and so they have like sand on a on a the floor whatever on a tarp. Yeah. And they like scrunch their feet or you know scratch their feet on the sand to make it sound like they're walking through dirt or whatever. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's actually insane that they're able to. And you don't know. You just think that's the natural sound of whatever was filmed. Yeah. But I don't think... I wonder how much of it is natural sound, like, that they get through filming, and then what other piece of it is the actual sound stage. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious on that percentage. Maybe 50-50? I don't know. I mean, obviously, animated movies, right? Everything is sound staged. But, like, live-action movies, I have a... It would be very hard to get all the natural sounds and not pick up extra stuff yeah well think about like even leaves crunching if you're walking through like a forest like a in in the fall like it is now beautiful fall you're not gonna pick up enough sound like you're gonna pick up a bunch of other ambient stuff like you it's not like they have the mic right down there in the leaves so you can hear it yeah you're gonna have to add it in yeah it's not gonna be it's not gonna be crisp right you're not gonna hear it you know the same way that they want you to hear it so yeah i mean i think a lot of stuff is fabricated right which again goes back to why was this not fabricated why were there real bullets on the set so i have no idea again condolences to the family but one thing i i just looked up is do you know like how i i don't know if common is the right word but like this does it's not like this is random that happens. So do you want to take a guess how many fatal injuries took place on film sets between 2010 and 2019? Okay, but what are you considering? You're not talking specific to gunshots. Not like just gunshots, just fatal it, injuries. So you've got all of the uh, like stunt doubles, like jumping off, you know, random objects and whatnot. Like right. Assuming that's considered one. Uh, you said since 2019? From 2010 to 2019. Oh. Uh, shoot. Let's, let's say like five a year. Oh, that's a little high, I guess. Oh, okay. that, that is a little high. By the way, so this is, this is a... Uh, 30? No, it's about two. It, it, from 2010 to 2019, so nine years, it was 19. 19. Okay. So it was so a little bit two, over two. About two By the way, the, so this is an LA Times article, and it says... A Los Angeles Times review of U.S. government data. So you can actually go and see government data on how many people have died 
filming movies. I mean, I'm assuming they have to track it in some aspect, right? I mean, is there anything the government isn't tracking at this point? (laughs) Like, no, they know where you are. They know what you do every day. Yeah, that's a that's a topic for a different podcast. But Nick and I have been having some weird stuff happen with our phones. So I don't I don't want to get onto that. I used to be a non-believer, like, oh no, you're just making that up, like whatever. But now I'm like, no, I I think I'm on the board where you're definitely listening to me. Yeah, no, shits. We we can we can come back to that later. But that that that's I don't like that. So um, overall, at least 47 fatalities have occurred among 250 production uh, accidents since 1990. So 47 fatalities since 1990. I didn't realize... Now, again, I I don't have the list of was it somebody who was old and had a stroke, right? Or Mm. something like that. Like, was it truly an accident where, like, a stunt double, like, fell wrong and hurt himself or, you know, whatever it might be. But that's a lot of fatalities, in my opinion, like for something that's fake, you know, I mean, movies are fake. Right. You, you would think there's, there's a ton of uh, procedures and everything to keep those people safe. Uh, at the end of the day, that is their job. You've got always, if you work in a factory, they have all these things set up so that you don't hurt yourself. You have, you know, harnesses so you don't fall. You have railings so you can't fall off of stuff, tall places. At the end of the day, it's just like those person, those people going to a factory to work. They have precautions that they have to follow. So, well, and then you get some instances like didn't I think Tom Cruise broke his ankle? That's well, he's the man that does all his yeah, stunts. He does right? he does his own stunts. I, I think he does. I can't say every single stunt, but the vast majority of his stunts are done by him. But I think That's it was probably why his teeth look the way they do. You ever notice that? Yeah, they just yeah, they're shifted. Like, they're like offset. Yeah, where like he's got a tooth in the dead center of his yeah, face. It's, it's so strange looking. It is weird, and and part of me thinks it's like the internet photoshopped it. I, I I think I've seen enough photos where I believe it's actually a thing. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Um, but he, I think, on the newest Mission Impossible, I think that's what it was. He was like jumping from building to building, and he missed his jump, and he caught the edge, but he broke his ankle doing it. So things happen, right? And obviously, he's not a professional stuntman. I think he just likes to do it, you know, because he wants to. I, I don't know if it's like a Leo, like a DiCaprio thing, where it's like method acting. It's like I'm going to yeah, do these stunts, way. and yeah. But yeah, so I mean, accidents do happen. I just feel like that with again, why were there real bullets? This was easily preventable. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about like all of the other accidents that happened. So, so I guess uh, to back up to this actual situation and you know I'm the thing is we're getting all this information you know slowly over time and nobody's saying anything and that's because that's the smart thing to do legally like they have a, a lawyer for the person that was uh handling the guns like you were saying the armor uh they have a lawyer for Alec Baldwin they have a lawyer for you know all these different people None of them are going to say anything, so we can only see so much information right now. Because the minute somebody says something, you're you're held, that's held against you. So yeah, it's just well, it's all a developing situation. But then the one thing I was going to say is, I think even on this set, at least the video that I watched, or they said there was other cases of issues on the set where somebody else shot themselves in the foot, 
And they said that they said they were shot themselves with like a blank round, which I'm like, how do you do that? So something does come out in a blank round, but it's supposed I th- thought it was like a paper wad essentially. Oh, but okay. I mean, but still, like a, a mini explosion is going to send that wad like pretty, yeah, you know, fast. Yeah. So I'm sure it would hurt, but I mean, it's not it's fatal. Kind of like getting hit with like a I don't know, like a you remember BB those gun or a, yeah, you remember plastic pellet guns. Yeah, you remember like in school the paper wasps oh, people yeah. would make with the rubber bands and they'd fold up that paper and like shoot them at people. Yep, like yep. that's what I would imagine it would be like. Maybe just a little bit faster because again, it's an explosion versus a rubber band. But right, but yeah. there were like multiple multiple issues already on this set. From at least from what I saw, you know, take that for what it's worth. That's well, I had also heard that like people had literally walked off set like they're like, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. And they like protested and just walked off the set because of they were they were rushing the film. They were skipping safety precautions. They were doing all these things because it's a low budget, whatever. And they're just trying to get this thing made. And then again, somebody gave them a gun. First of all, okay, for all those people out here who don't know guns. Number one rule of gun safety, you treat every single gun you ever pick up as if it is loaded. Yep. Even if you know for a fact it is not loaded, you treat it as if it is loaded. Right. And Alec Baldwin didn't do that. And nobody told him to do that. Yep. Somebody Don't, don't point it at anybody. Yeah. Once again, act like it's a, a live gun. Yeah. And then don't put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to pull. Never like, put your finger on the trigger, man. It's yeah. It's like gun safety 101. And I think that's... Again, I don't want to get too deep yeah. into the the gun safety stuff, but I think that would solve a lot of gun issues in America is if people just actually learned how to handle them safely. Yeah. Rather am, than just I being surprised fucking stupid. That's not like a thing. Like when you buy a gun, you have, you to, have go to go through a gun safety course. Gun safety course. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm very much pro gun, pro Second Amendment, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't appreciate stupid people getting a hold of guns and being dumb with them. Right. 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 So I, I'm I'm 100 percent there. But he literally took the gun, and from the reports that I've seen, he they told him, oh, this is empty. So he just started blasting. Like, <laughs> you know, like, have you seen that always, it's always sunny in Philadelphia? So uh, anyway, th- that I made, started blasting. So anyways, I just started blasting. Like, yeah. I feel like that was almost the scenario that just happened. He's like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is empty. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, like... I don't know. It's just, I would have expected more safety precautions. I would have expected, again, no live bullets, period. So, yeah, I, I honestly still cannot think of an actual situation where you would need a live bullet. It's just the movie industry kind of baffles me, right? It, it's like, it, there's so much I feel like that happened on movie sets, like that you don't think about or you don't know about that, you know, could lead to something like this or, or, you know, it just made me think, like, what else do we not know about movies? Like, I again, I didn't know that they used real guns. I didn't know that they had live bullets on set. Like, what else do I not know about the movie industry? So I just thought that was interesting and wanted to talk about that a little bit. Sure. I don't know. Um, so the gun thing, though, does really annoy me. Like, when people don't know how to handle guns properly. It's like, you got to be safe. You got to treat them like whatever. Yeah. Um, but I was actually driving in my car today and some other stuff started to annoy me. And I started to think like, you know, the gun safety thing is like kind of a big thing to be like, it's kind of a pet peeve, right? These other things aren't necessarily pet peeve that I was thinking about earlier, but they are little things that annoy me that I don't think should have. And I kind of want to get an opinion on whether or not these are things that other people get annoyed by. Yes, it is. Okay. No, no, as in, yes, you should be, uh, weirded out or, uh, I'm annoyed that you're annoyed about that. Well, well, we haven't even started, but I'm annoyed that 
you're annoyed about something. All right. Well, conversation over. All right. (laughs) And we're on to the next topic. We got to save some time here. So uh, speaking of that, where, where are we at? I, I was not prepared here and I did not give myself a timer. Oh, you didn't get your timer. All right. Well, no, we're on time. We're at about 20 minutes. So, okay. Okay. Well, I, 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 for my reference, I didn't know. Yeah. No, we're about 20 minutes and, uh, oh shit. I gotta, I gotta catch up on beer. See, that's, that's why I need this. Cause I'm. Once again, I don't have that internal clock like I, like I did before. Where I was we're like, out of yeah, we're out of practice, we're out of shape. Okay. So anyway, all right. So things that annoy me that I don't think should, but I want to see if other people agree with me. So this is what sparked this conversation. Happened to me three times today. I was at work. I was on the phone with a, either a customer, or coworker, or whatever, and we end the conversation. It was like, okay, thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. The how like how fast that person on the other end of the phone hung up is startling to me it was like okay bye hung up like it's just gone hmm. typically what i do just in case is like okay bye and then i take you know I, I hang up you know it's like kind of a casual hang up it's almost like their finger is just hovering over the, like in uh, wolf of wall street right where he's like oh yeah. thank you very much and his phone j- hands just like yeah like the sales pitch like the big sales pitch first thing yeah, yeah. And, and he's just like has his finger over the the he hangs up when the guy is still talking yeah and then just hangs up that's how i feel and it bothers me i don't know why but there some people and it's specific people that do it at, at my work too they're specific- is it only to you I don't know. <laughs> See, that's that's part is of the thing that's thing? that that's it could be a me thing. I don't know, but it People bothers really me. Really want to get off the phone with you? Maybe I don't know, but like I'm very courteous. I, I give a little time. I don't feel like I'm rushing off the phone. But there are some people that I work with that do that. Maybe it is a me thing. But is that something that like would bother you? Like if somebody just in it, it would like a particular person, that person just constantly always just hung up immediately after you said bye. Just bye. Click. Done. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't think much of it. I'd be, I, I would say, oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. But I don't have it happen to me like on a regular basis. So I like I don't have I don't have time to take the phone away from my ear and they've already hung up. Do you are you? T- OK, so you're typically not the one that hangs up. Right. So but let's say it's a, a, a phone conversation that you're having with somebody else. And um, are you typically the one that hangs up? Uh, the reason man. I the reason I ask is because I'm kind of lazy in that I will literally have the other person hit the end button. See, okay, you're one of those people. It. No, if if I notice, I also notice that. Yeah. So like my my little brother does this all the time. Yep. My my dad does it sometimes. Like they're on speakerphone and they're like talking to me like from across the room. Like their phone is across the room and I can clearly tell that they're not like right by their phone. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll talk to you later. Bye. And like, I can still hear them doing things. Yeah. That's because I'm waiting on you now. I'm hoping you are the person that hangs up and I don't have to go to my phone. Yeah. So I can, I can like actively hear them like doing things. I was like that person. All right. I guess I'm going to hang up, you know, whatever. But thank you. I I appreciate you doing the, uh, doing the deed. So it's it's 50, 50. So here's my conclusion. There is an appropriate amount of time that needs to happen before you say bye. And when you hang up about 30 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> there is there is too quick which are like my coworkers, and then there is too long which is you and then you make me hang up like i'm very i don't know is that just an adhd or an ocd thing 
Yeah. I, 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 like I have a fine window where I'm like, this is acceptable time the after the it happens this much to you. But it bothers me. That's, it. No, the whole point of this segment is: should I actually be annoyed by that, or am I overreacting? I think because you're overreacting. That bothers me. It really does. Where if you hang up too quick, fuck you. If you don't hang up fast enough, it's like, what are you doing? I think it's an overreaction. Okay. Well, fine. Well, fine. You throw something out there, Mister. Uh, overreaction i get annoyed by people who don't hang up the phone and don't hit fuck you um i don't i get annoyed when okay i think there's a common rule where if you're you're the passenger in the the front seat right you you are the co-pilot per se right you're the person that controls the augs you're the person that navigates. If you're not doing that, you're you shouldn't be that 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 co-pilot seat. That's a big responsibility. I'm just throwing this out there. So if you're in there, you're in for the ride. Because we literally took a trip to Nashville, and I typically drive everywhere we go. Like this is just what I like to do. I like to drive. But I said this one trip. I was like, I don't want to drive. I've been driving a lot, so I want to sit back, relax. I don't want to even co-pilot. So I sat in the back. So it's a big responsibility. I got I got PTSD from your comment about controlling the aux and the passenger seat. First of all, the, I don't think that's the passenger's job, unless the driver, drivers, the co-pilot, the co-pilot. Yes, yeah. the co-pilot. Drivers number one on the radio. They're they are in control of the vehicle. I, Every I, asset, the the temperature, the steering wheel, the radio. It doesn't matter. The, I hope they're in control of the steering the, wheel. That's <laughs> definitely not the, the co-pilot. The the oh. driver is in control of everything, unless the driver says, "Hey, you want to DJ? Do you want to you want to play music?" The passenger does not do anything. They can request. They can request, hey, can we change the song? Hey, can we do this? See, I think it's uh, co-pilot does it. Co-pilot sets the mood or whatever. If the driver wants to uh, suggest a song, they're, they automatically jump to the front line. Automatically jump to the front <laughs> See, line. See, I think, I think driver, unless they give up that responsibility, I think it is the driver who gets to choose. I think it, they could start, but you know what I mean? Somebody's got to so, set the mood. Somebody's got to set the... the but I feel like it should be the driver. But anyways, okay. So th- so there's a point of there's a point of debate. I want to I want to know from people who controls the music in the car. Is it the co-pilot or is it the driver? In my opinion, it's the driver. In your opinion, it's the co-pilot. No, I I guess I mean, I I said ultimately the driver trumps whatever the co-pilot. If if the driver says you know I want to I want to play this, they automatically say yep. Skipping that, everything, and uh, their song goes to the front of the line, right? But I think the co-pilot has a responsibility to at least start the mood, right? You got to start yourself off, especially on like a road trip where you have like a group of people in the car. You got to like get everybody going and excited about the trip. You know what I mean? Uh, I still, in my opinion, I still think that's the driver. Agree to disagree. But two, I have two stories. Disagree to disagree whatever okay whatever so <laughs> so there are two stories that i have about this that just really get me at the the core here number one is yeah i know dude i'm so out of practice I, with drink. i'm, I'm so why this is the, this I, is the fastest i've drank beers in a while and i, I mean i'm not 
I'm not in it. Man, I, I'm <laughs> I'm so out of practice. This is dangerous. This is very dangerous. We're, I, I'm we having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fantastic. But, um, you know, we used to like either go out to the bars or do something. No, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm going to, oh. after we sign off, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, no, that might be the, that might be the move here. But the two stories that I have, one, there was a, we were going on a ski trip in college and one of the guys that I was driving with, um, literally as we're getting into my car to drive to Colorado from Indiana goes no country music literally told me what I could play in my own car. Oh no, no. Uh, that's not Oh, okay. I was livid. I almost specifically, I almost played country music the whole time just to piss him. I was, I probably would have, I was beyond Bitch, you're going to tell me what I can play in my own, like, oh, the entitlement that came out of that comment was, was just you could set throw, me. You could throw headphones in That's for, for all I care. That completely set me off. The second one happened, my little brother, when he came up to visit us a few weekends ago. Yep. We're driving. Yep. I wanted to play a song. I specifically told him I was playing that song. It played for about three seconds, and he just... Switched it. Just immediately put on whatever song he wanted to. And Adam, when you listen to this, it took every fiber of my being not to hit you in the face. You're being called out right now. That's this is aggressive. Honestly, I t- well, I told him. Where, I, where did you get that pillow that looks like Adam? Why are you punching it right now? That's <laughs> kind of weird. Where did you pull that from? It, it man, it it made me so mad. Like I, I told him, it was like, "Are you kidding me?" I grabbed my phone back and I was like, "We are gonna listen to my song in entirety now." I just wanted you to hear one okay, part. What was the song though? I forget. It it, it it that wasn't the point. The point is that he took my song and he decided that he was gonna listen to his song instead, and so he just completely switched from what I was listening to. So it didn't matter. What it was. The point was, it was my song. I'm the driver. This is my car. And you have the audacity to now switch my song. So I'm 100% on team. Driver controls the music. Passenger sits there and listens. I will give you the aux cord if I feel like you deserve it. But still, I I, I think part of it is uh, song dependent. If it was a shit song, I'm sorry. If you requested, I don't know. But I, I, no, Katy I don't Perry. care. Okay, so here, that, that, not not something directly Katy Perry. There are some good Katy Perry songs, but if you requested something that was like s- stupid, I don't know. I, I'm perfectly fine if like. Wait, was it your car? It was my car. Oh, I was okay. driving my car. I'm perfectly fine if um like there's a group of people in your car, right? If it's not just me and you, that's fine. You can request I change the song, but I swear if you touch the radio and change it on your own. I'm getting upset as the driver. Okay, fair enough. Uh, don't talk. Don't touch the aux cord in uh, Aaron's car. Yeah, no. Unless I give it to you, and if you're courteous and you request that we change the song, that's fine. But if I, I, I'm not sitting in the front seat of your car changing your music. Like if I'm like, hey, can we play a different song? I'm gonna ask. This is awkward. Oh no, you know. Okay, I was gonna say this is awkward because you've definitely done that. But no, now I think about it. Uh, all the other times you have asked, hey, do you mind if I play a song? But that brings up another topic. I don't like when, okay, like on Spotify, you can cue music. I yeah, don't yep, like yep. it when somebody goes through and it's like, oh yeah, can I add a song? And then they add ten. 
My bad. I do that. That's you. I do that. That is you. Okay. Well, there, there's my annoyance. Okay, that's uh, yeah, that's fair. So uh, I will say uh, I don't know if this is a new thing. Uh, I don't know when they introduced this. Spotify has this great thing that's like a group listen, like a listen party thing. Yeah. Super awesome if you have people over at your house and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to play a song. You send them a link and then they can join in and then they can add songs to it. It works great, you know, so everybody gets their music played. Everybody's having fun at a ball until that one ass adds like 10 songs in a row and then but the good thing is everybody can go in there and like mix up the cue and like spread out the love a little well, bit. Well, and that's the thing, but when I when I do add a few songs to the queue and then 10 and then everybody ten. everybody either mixes it up or skips them and then none of my songs get played. I'm like, "Well, what like what good is this?" It's cuz you could tell who added it. Like, "Oh, okay. What do you mean you can tell who added it?" Like it doesn't give you the user, but you could tell who like by the type of music and the artist and everything, you could tell who added it. Eh, typically. Eh, I, I, okay, I would, I would kind of agree with that. Like, you you know what music your friends, like, go to is, right? Like, Absolutely. You, you, can, you can kind of feel that Cameron, out. Cameron, Somo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a dead, dead giveaway. Yeah, he's, uh, I, you know, Cameron, we talked about music with him one time, didn't we? Like, wasn't it on one of our episodes we talked about, like, what he listens to at the gym and stuff? And wasn't it like weird stuff? Like, no, stuff he, that wouldn't was, get you. It was little, hype? it was little Michael. It was, uh, I want you back or uh, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Pokemon theme song, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, you typically, I think you could tell, like, the type of music. You could tell who played a song based off of the, oh, that song. That would be a really fun game. All right. Let's like add a bunch of songs. Everybody adds a bunch of songs to a queue, and you have to guess who adds it, who added that song to the queue. That'd be super fun. I think it'd be uh, that'd be a fun party game. Yeah, I think that'd be a fun party game. I was thinking if we could ever do that for like a last call segment, but I don't think so because it would just well, it would be a a game between us and then our friends, like people who (laughs) don't know (laughs) don't know our friends as well wouldn't be able to play. I I was gonna say everybody send in a song and then we'll play it and then somebody has to guess. It's like, oh we don't know how many people listen to this and who listens to it. Yeah, that's that's not the greatest. Okay. Um, Anyway, move on. (laughs) Oh, I had notes. I don't know where my cell phone is. I had something I had a bunch of other stuff that annoyed me. Are you a, a note card guy? Like do you keep physical notes? Or are you mostly like a uh, a digital note guy? Um, reason re, the reason asking. Let me give you the the background of this is that my company that I work at now is very old school and that everything is paper based and it really sucks. So I've noticed it's like some of the younger generation and everything like they started using digital stuff, but and I'm very much about like I have my stuff on my phone or my laptop and I keep it there, but. A lot of the other guys, like the older people that have been working there for a long time, very much paper-based, and I can't stand it. I like... It, it depends. That's my... The, hey, perfect. There's my other gripe. My what? pet peeve, my whatever we were talking about, you know? like Yeah, what annoys you? What? What, yeah, what, what, people, what? people that are paper-based. Oh, okay. I'm all digital, man. I can't stand having paper around. I don't need files. I see. I like paper. I like the physical copy because. So, for example, here's something that happened to me during the break. My laptop got BitLocker encrypted, and if you don't know what that means, it means you get fucked. 
Microsoft and Dell decided to team up and have a baby. Is it at least consensual? No, oh. no, it was not. I literally ran an update on my computer. I woke up the next morning and it said, hey, your computer's BitLocker encrypted. Please enter the 20-digit key. How many beers did you have that night? Not enough to set a BitLocker key. It's impressive. So, it, like, I woke up the next morning. My computer's encrypted. I can't do anything. I had to completely wipe my hard drive, wipe everything off my computer, and then reinstall Windows. I lost everything. So, is that computer literally dead in water? Like, jump? no, no, I'm using it now, but I literally oh, lost. Oh, that's the one. I literally lost all of my files, everything. All of the audio that we recorded from season one, gone. Everything just gone. Well, the good news is you can find it on uh, Spotify, all, all places where you listen to uh, where you get your podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music, Music you know, YouTube, uh, YouTube, uh, all the places. So tell your friends. Yeah, no. So we have at least a history there, but Perfect. like, so I do. I will type notes occasionally. I like paper notes because I can draw and like do some like different. It's more freeform, right? It's like if I want to make connections between two things that we talked about, if I want to draw something or if I, you know, I can, it's more freeform than me sitting there typing on my computer for notes. Sure. So I like the freeform aspect. Now, some people might say, oh, well, you could do that like on an iPad or whatever. Well, it's not the same. I will say drawing on an iPad or something like digital is impossible. Unless you have a, a stylist. Yeah. Like if you have a stylist, it's okay. It's still not great. But but like if you're so obviously as an engineer, like I do a lot of drawings and I will use like straight edges and like stylus or uh, not stylus, but like uh, stencils, stencils. Yeah. Great word. uh, To like do my drawings. Right. Right. I don't have that on there. So it kind of stinks. I know there's other ways to get around that, but I don't know. Yeah, I so I, I it depends. Like today, I was taking notes. Um, I had a meeting and I was taking notes on my computer. Other ty- like in person meetings, I don't like sitting there just like typing notes. I will do that if I'm on a conference call remotely. Like I'll take notes on my computer. If I'm in person, I I feel like it's almost rude for me was, to sit there and type on my computer while I'm talking to a customer. I was gonna throw this out there. Anytime you have a conversation with somebody and they're like they have a laptop in front of them and they're gonna be using it, they always throw it out there like, "Oh, by the way, I'm just taking notes here, so don't don't." If I'm not answering you, it's because I'm typing notes. Yeah, you have to throw it out there like it's a uh, ob- obligatory. It's an obligation. Obligation. Yeah. Yeah, you have an obligation to say that. I mean, you don't, but. Everybody knows what you're doing, but they feel like they have the need to do it, which I think is funny because I'm always like sitting there like I'm waiting on it, waiting on it, wait down. And then they say it and I'm like, well, yep, knew it was going to happen. Well, because if you have a notepad in front of them, they clearly know you're taking notes unless you're literally like drawing like a portrait. I, <laughs> yeah, I, like, said, I still send my texts via uh, uh, paper note and uh, paper airplane. So <laughs> jokes on them. Uh, <laughs> Man. So I was, well, that, that just reminded me. So I was talking to one of my family members the other day and we were talking about like technology today and how easy we have it. Just, just how easy we have it to text message, email, like you used to have to send postcards, by the way. So you're a big fan of the show, uh, Peaky Blinders, right? Love it. So my favorite, absolute favorite. Okay. So there's an episode 
like I, I've literally watched like a few episodes here or there. And the episode that I was watching, you were watching and I just happened to join in. The main character sends one of his crew on a boat with a random man down river and he goes, go with him. And then he goes, we'll meet you later. And I'm like, how, when, where, <laughs> like, where are you meeting this person? You have no communication. This is set back in what? The 1800s. Uh, yeah. Uh, early 1900s, early yeah. 1900s. There's no phone. Like 1919 like, or 1918. But, but there's like no that, yeah. phone. There's no <clears throat> You know, like, it's like, go with him. I'll find you later. What do you mean you'll find me later? Like, there's literally infinite places on this earth I could be. Like, how how did you find each other back in the day? Right. Well, so I, to a point, was listening to a podcast, and I think it was about uh, Billy the Kid, which I think was, oh, shoot, I don't know. I can't remember when he was alive. But anyways, around, like, the Wild Wild West, and they were talking about, oh, you could be a murderer around in that time. Like, stupid easy. Oh. You just shoot somebody, and they didn't have pictures back then. So that's how, you know, it's probably, like, before 1900, right? Or late. Oh, here's what it was. It was uh, after the Civil War. And so that, like, pictures were just happening to, starting to happen. So it's like, you don't have an exact photo of that guy. All you have is a description and a drawing of him. You could literally go to the next town over. Nobody would know who you were. You can get away with murder so easy. Do, well, do uh, John Mulaney, the comedian, does a bit about yeah. that, where he's like, how did any crimes get solved ever back yeah. in the day? Like, no, he, his his bit was, how bad were the police back in the day? Yeah. Like, he, sir, like his, his bit is, sir, we found a pool of the killer's blood in the hallway. And he goes, gross, clean it up. Like, they didn't have DNA testing. They're not doing yeah. anything there. Yeah. And he was like in back in like the 1800s, you could literally like shoot a gun and say, "Oh, it was the salty boys," and then run out of the room and <laughs> tell them the salty boys. Tell them did the salty it. boys did it. So, so uh, yeah, no, but it, it, yeah, like you were saying, yeah, it, but you had so much less responsibility, right? Like with technology now, that's my the thing I struggle with is you get so much more information thrown at you now, right? Communication that you used to have, you used to talk with people like in person, but you had all the communication uh, with people that were distance that would take place over like months, right? But now that you have that conversation with people in person and the people that were that are far away from you, you have all of that back to back back all the time. And I don't deal well with that. Like I can, I can only do so much at once, and I know. People call me out on my like bad communication. It's because I just I can't do it. It's too much. I, I there's too much stimulus going on. Yeah, I yeah. stimuli, whatever. I, I don't mind it too much. Um, okay, so that that segment ran a little bit over. We're gonna we're gonna Who move cares? on to the next stuff. Our podcast. We no, I, I understand that, but but want. I no, we, I already prefaced. I I I'm I'm fucking clapping at you because I'm I'm adamant about this. We prefaced the uh, conspiracy theory. Remember the Alec Baldwin thing that we were talking about yeah, and the conspiracy correct. theory? I found a list of fun conspiracy theories. Not not like the like the COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. Not the QAnon. Like, nothing bullshit like that. It's like funny, kind of fun conspiracy theories that are like either people may or may not have heard of. So I wanted to get into a few of these. And I think you found some too. So the first conspiracy theory that I found so you've heard that uh, the conspiracy theory that 
Walt Disney cryogenically froze himself. Oh, I thought he his. Uh, I thought it was just his head. No, I'm 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 flipping that with like Futurama because all the all the dead people will have like heads. Yeah. But correct, yes. yes okay, I did. Sorry. So there is a conspiracy theory that Disney created Frozen as a distraction from the cryogenic theory. Oh, so like so. Okay. They have long discussed that Walt Disney cryogenically froze himself and that the Walt Disney Company created Frozen as a way to uh, hack Google's search algorithm so that it would... Oh, so you're taking traffic away from the Frozen Disney Walt thing, Disney Frozen. take it towards Frozen. The movie. The movie Disney. Yeah. Oh. So that's, uh, that's kind of an interesting theory like there. like it. All right. The next one uh, is that the Denver International Airport is actually the Illuminati headquarters. Okay, I've heard a lot. There's a lot about the Denver International Airport. There's a lot of different like stuff. Like the, the horse out in front of it. The there's, hor- like a, there's a horse with like fucking blue eyes or red eyes. It's red eye. It's the yeah. blue horse with red eyes. And I've, yeah. I don't remember exactly what that one is. The big one, though, is that they went millions and millions of dollars over budget. And they went 16 months longer than they were supposed to. It's because they were they were building underground yeah. bunkers for oh, yeah. the Illuminati, for the Freemasons, for the billionaires in case 100%, of the apocalypse. 100% believe that. So, they, really, but. so there's rumors that there are secret tunnels and bunkers underneath the Denver International Airport to protect the uh, essentially the, the new world order, like the super wealthy people that control like all the puppet strings, right? They just really like Denver. Yeah. They That's really what like they going. chose. There was another one um, about the Denver airport. It, it was a little bit of a stretch, but like that it's a, a Nazi like hideaway essentially, because if you look at an aerial view of the Denver international airport, there are four runways and one goes north and south one goes east and west, one goes north to south, and the other one goes west to east. And I mean, like that's, and that's any any airport. I but, get it. But it's they're like they're they're forward. offset enough. Like it, again, it's kind of a stretch and I was like, eh, that one like eh. The other one's about the airport though. I, again, I forget the one about the horse, but like the underground bunkers and stuff, I've heard that from a lot of people. I mean, I could see them go ahead and like add bunkers cuz think about this if you have like officials that are going to be there like just happen to be well think of it the president's there well right? norad is in colorado yeah right so the the mountain base that's that, the one yeah it's based on mountain whatever yeah cool thing is that whole thing is like built on springs like that whole building inside the mountain is like sitting on springs inside the mountain i don't know that's a really cool engineering thing i'm nerding out right now yeah don't mind me no that's okay yeah there's another engineering thing, the Titanic. There's a conspiracy theory about the Titanic. It wasn't there are a actually of indestructible. Well. Because we found that out, I think. <laughs> we, we did I find out that it was not out. indestructible. So the other conspiracy theory, uh, the first conspiracy theory, because I guess the Titanic was funded by J.P. Morgan. Okay. So it says J.P. Morgan planned the disaster to kill his rivals. Jacob, oh, so he's like, hey, you should get on this boat. There were three other bankers, Jacob Astor, Isdor Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. Mm. Guggenheim, sorry, Guggenheim. And I they were all aboard. with all of them. They all died on the Titanic. 
And they were high-level bankers, like up to the level of J.P. Morgan? Correct. And so the rumor has it that they didn't want to create the Federal Reserve. And so J.P. Morgan... J.P. Morgan was supposed to go on the Titanic and ended up not going on it at the very last minute. Overslept. Yeah, exactly. And uh, those three went on the Titanic and all died. That one I could actually believe. That one I could see. But how would one... That would that means the Titanic had to purposefully have hit the iceberg. And second, True. that means other people would have had to prevented those wealthy men from getting on the life rafts. That's okay. Also true. So yeah. that one's a little bit harder. Here's here's the one that's interesting. Uh, is that I, I I put it in my head. It was like J.P. Morgan knew it was going to sink, and it, I I didn't think well, of like all the other things that would have had to happen. Well, the, to there's another happen. piece of it is that it was an insurance fraud scam. What did, did did the bill go over budget and they were trying to get money back or something? So like that or? there was an older ship called, excuse me, there was an older ship called the Olympic, okay, that did crash, but not severe enough to sink it, and the insurance company was not giving them money in order to build a new ship. So they did build a new ship, and they called it the Olympic, and they took the Olympic, and they put it out as the Titanic. Oh. And what their goal was, was to essentially create, so it says, uh, so after the Olympic crash, uh, it was an economic disaster, uh, repairs would not be covered by insurance, drawing no money, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, the true Olympic, now secretly operating as the Titanic, would be scuttled in an accident, Mm. from which they could collect an insurance payment benefiting a brand new ship uh and then the only thing that ruined it was the iceberg that ended up sinking the ship and killing a bunch of people hmm. so what there's about, were, were there any polar bears on that iceberg just i don't know nobody ever thinks about the polar bear lives yeah no how many polar bears <laughs> how many polar bears died in it's ridiculous oh, anyway shame. all right do you do you have some or I, I mine are so less interesting. You, you actually had some really good ones in there. Well, I've got some other ones that are like um, I just like I, I most of mine were stupid. Like some guy literally thought the moon was not real. Yeah, I saw that. I understand people like uh, saying like oh the moon landings were not real, but this guy was like oh no the moon itself is not real i also don't know which i'm more impressed by like you see the movie interstellar where they're like yep. the moon landing was faked in order to bankrupt the ussr yeah i don't know yeah. what's more impressive that we landed a man on the moon or that somebody thought hey we don't actually have to do this we just have to make them think that we did this i mean that's a hell of a gamble if you think about it it really is but i mean that was um crazy yeah anyway. I, yeah. yeah that uh, in itself all right, I got. I got. I'm okay. not. I'm not going to go into too much. But some of the other ones that I found were like people who died a long time ago, but are still alive, quote unquote. So, so like, like, so like, there's a conspiracy theory that. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, there's a conspiracy theory that. Where is it? Um, Agri- mean, Avril Lavigne. Okay, Avril Lavigne. I saw that one. Committed suicide in like 2003. I don't know why that seems like a very specific thing, but like she committed suicide in 2003 and that for whatever reason, they are trotting out a fake Avril Lavigne for some reason. Uh, there's a, there's a one that the Beatles never existed. 
and that it was a bunch of actors. I saw one that uh, said the Beatles. It was actually like a bunch of. It was like a rotating group of people. Like they were not oh. just the four. Yeah, exactly. There it was several rotating people that looked all the same. Yeah, it was why a bunch did of everybody look the same back in the 1950s or yeah. 19, when, when they were around? Like uh, when were they big? Like 1960? Yeah, probably. I think the 60s. 19, maybe. I don't 1960s. Know. Yeah. Why? Why did they all look the same? I don't know, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, conspiracies when everything's about black and white that kind of like narrows things down. Right? There's a conspiracy that Lord is lying about her age. Katy Perry is actually a grown-up Jean Benet Ramsey. There's a lot of conspiracies about celebrities. I, as I well. like this one. So this was one that I found, and I, this one is very, very far stretched, but I like the idea of it. Okay, because it's kind of in like fallacy, fantasy, kind of cool. Plateaus are part of trees. Yeah, I know. You, you, the, the confusion on your face right now. What the fuck does that even mean? Okay, plateaus. You know, so a plateau is a flat structure, right? That it starts out in the desert and then goes up very steeply and then goes to a it's flat. A mount. Yeah, it's a mountain with a flat top. It's a mountain with a flat top, essentially, yes. Typically found in like a desert area or something like that. Um. So the plateau is, in theory, according to this person, uh, the plateau is a pe- the petrified or f- uh, fossilized remains of a stump of a monstrous tree. So imagine like a tree that was like humongous, absolutely humongous. Because if you've seen plateaus like in Arizona or the southwest of, of the United States, they're enormous. And somebody said that this used to be a tree, but it fell over or got toppled, whatever. And this is the 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 remainings of the stump. I like it. I'm just saying it's interesting. I do I do I actually it's, live it? Hell no. It, it's it's definitely creative. I'll, I'll give them it, I'll give them plus marks on the creativity it's, side. It's but up like, there with like the constellations, like. You know, oh, you're looking up there and you see something and like, this is what I imagine it is. Like, this is a guy, uh, a man on a horse shooting a, you know, a, a bow and arrow, a bow and arrow, whatever. Uh, it's up there. But I think it's cool. It's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. There. However, that is uh, like, so I, I had somebody to, like, I was going to do exactly what I said not to do to somebody. Like, they were like, Oh, that conspiracy theory is bullshit. But have you heard this one? And like they fully believed it. It was like, okay, yeah. you can't you can't say that this one's bullshit, but this one's one hundred percent true. And the the one that was talked about was uh, birds being robots. Oh God, get out of here! I was like, you you can't sit there and and bash on that conspiracy theory and then tell me that birds are robots like that. Those those the contradicts birds are each robot. Other. It's that's insane. It, it's, honestly. It's really dumb. So anyways, those are some fun conspiracy theories I found. They weren't too serious. Hopefully you didn't find them, but they are interesting to think about sometimes. Yeah, so. absolutely. But it is that time of the night. God, we got to it already? We are. I, Dude, I'm surprised. Too. We're actually over time. Like, we're going to run I over the 60 minutes. So. I don't care. No, I don't We're either. back, baby. <laughs> we are back, and it is... Last call! This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Oh, I've missed that. That is The Last Call. This is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little bit something different. Uh, I have no idea, actually, what we're doing this week. Uh, Nick, 
said he had something. So a little bit of a gamble here. We're gonna we're gonna try something different. On honestly, you know, we kind of came up with this last or sorry, I came up with this kind of like last minute. You did come up with this last minute. Like but I thought I like it. I so like the idea of it. Well, I, I was thinking maybe the conspiracy theories could have been last call. I'm kind of glad it wasn't. So we'll we'll see how this whatever I don't know what you're doing. Okay. Is so go. Let, let me explain this. So um, I thought it'd be fun to do like a a movie quote thing. Everybody has those catchy quotes that you always hear from movies, and it's like that's what you know the movie by, right? So we're gonna play a thing where I read the quote, and you have to guess what the movie it's from. I don't ever remember like the significant quotes of movies. I remember the bullshit quotes that nobody else finds funny, but I find hilarious. See, I think you'll, I think you'll hit it. Oh, I think it'll be all right. Like, are, like, are these pretty mainstream? Like, okay, well, I, I'll throw this out there. I broke this into three sections: an easy, a medium, and a hard. Oh wow, you went all out for this. I. You know what? This is the the last call podcast. This is season two. This is season two. We don't fuck around right now. But we did fuck around for about, I don't know, like 10, 12 weeks. Yeah. So we'll not talk about that. Anyway, are you ready, Aaron? Ready. So I'm going to read the quote, and you are going to give me the movie that it's from. So and I'm going to add something to this. Um, once I give you the quote, you're going to give a guess on a movie. And I'll read... If you get it, obviously I'll read the movie name and I'd say yes or no. If you don't get it and you can't decide, whatever, I'll read the movie name. But you'll have to, I want you to try to give me like what year it was established or what, what year established, what year the movie was like released. Can I also guess if somebody died while making it or not? <sighs> you can. I'm sorry. Was that, was that a poor joke? Too soon. I'm sorry. Too soon. Okay. Anyway. Rust. So, <laughs> definitely not Russ. Definitely. Wait, is it is it that's, a movie or that's is it definitely, a TV show? That was that was, was a movie poor, or a TV show. I think it was a it's movie. A, it's a movie. Okay. That, that, that was a poor. So, that was a poor movie. joke. I apologize right. for that one. All right, are you ready? Uh, uh, okay. I know I'm, I'm stuttering all over this. I'll give you plus or uh, within five years. Within five years. Well, hold on. I get, I get the quote first, right? Like, yes. Yes. We, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to read the quote. Okay, okay, You're okay. You're going to guess, okay, whatever. Okay, okay, Once okay. we do the movie, you also have to give me what year the Got movie it. was released. Okay. Within five years. Got it. Let's right. go. You ready? First one. Just keep swimming. Finding Nemo. That is correct. That was... If, if you get it within five years, I will drink. I will take a drink. Should be... Should be easy. 2002. 2003. So very good. Damn. Within a year. So I drink. Very good. Uh, you're killing me, Smalls. Come on. Sandlot. That's, this is easy. It gets harder. 99. 99. I, I, I knew that one. All right. The Sandlot is correct. The year, however, is incorrect. And you are outside. It is 1993. Yeah, you were. Very, I thought you would have at least like taken a little bit longer to like think about that one. No, so I, you're I, drinking. That was early nineties. Ah. Anyway, take a drink. Early nineties, great, great era for movies. To infinity and beyond. Toy Story. 
Okay. Yes, that is correct. Year? I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to say 97. Okay. 95. Mm. I like this because it kind of, you know, gives you an idea of reference of how old we are right now because we used to think like, oh, that wasn't that long ago and it's like 20 years ago. No, that's more than 20 years ago, bro. We're, we're starting to get to the point now that was, where that was it's 26 like, years ago. I, I understand. <laughs> but I'm, I'm talking about like music and stuff. Like I played something for you the other day. It was like, oh, this song came out like 15 years ago. And you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long time. <clears throat> this one. They may, they may not take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Braveheart. Okay. Correct. That was a Mel Gibson movie, and that was Mel Gibson quote. Eighty nine. Okay, uh, that would be incorrect. Within five years, uh, nineteen ninety five. Really, it was that. Yeah, know. it was that late. I know. Like, uh, I see. This is why I went. I knew you would get the quotes on the easy ones. This so is why. Hold I on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, the Sandlot was made before Braveheart. Uh, correct. Yes. 93 for the same lot and Braveheart 1995. Weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the medium. <clears throat> All right. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Oh. Oh. Roads. <sighs> Sorry. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <sighs> I did. That, that first part was a question. Is it an animated movie? <clears throat> uh no, it is not. I, I I was debating on whether I wanted to give you that hit or not. It's it not, not it's not. Oh, uh is it back to the future? It is back to the ah! future. I was gonna cut you off. I've never I've never seen that movie, by the way. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and I okay. still got that shit. So this is why I like this like this whole uh segment, whatever, is because you've heard the quotes. It is amazing the people that have heard it but have never seen the movie I've or never seen vice the movie. versa have seen the movie but did not realize that quote was from the movie. Yeah, no, I never, I've never... Both scenarios happen. I don't know why that came to me, but yeah. Back to the Future, that is correct. Uh, you want to give me a year? That was like 85. It is 85. Yeah. I will take a drink for that. Very good. Dead on. Because I remember there was a big deal because like the date that they put in the movie like happened... A couple there, of years ago, maybe? There were a lot of years. Um, for all those who haven't seen the movie, every time they have the past date, the future date, and the current date. And so one of the dates was recent, they, though. Yeah, it, it happened. I, I forget what a it was. A lot of them but... happened in the past, like, five years or so. So they were making a big deal about, it. oh, they're going to show up any, any second now. Well, whatever. All right. Here's Johnny. Shining. Correct. And the year is very tough. 82. Very good. I drank uh, 1980. It's actually pretty far back. A lot further back than you would have thought. I almost went 79 for some reason. I was like, I, I don't know why. I felt like that was just like a, like a weirdly old movie. I don't Pretty good era there. But, I mean, Jack Nicholas is still kicking around He's too, man. still going somehow. Um... I, I, I'm going to be impressed with you get this. The crazy thing is, this is a reference to some of the other stuff we, t- we talked about earlier. I'm the king of the world. Titanic. 
Oh, okay. That is correct. Yeah. 97? 97. That is also correct. I'm impressed because I did not realize when, so you know, we were kids playing on the playground and we'd say, I'm the king of the world, whatever. Did not realize that's yeah, kind no, of that, where that quote came from. That was Leo at the, uh, the bow of the ship. Yeah. yeah, when he's in the front. Yeah, whatever. Did not realize that 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 is where that's from. <clears throat> That'll do, pig. That'll do. Gordy. Or is it babe? There were two there were two pig Gordy. movies back. Gordy. Was it Gordy? It was Gordy. It was Gordy. It was Gordy. Gordy is. Oh, I know what Gordy is. I don't know what Gordy is. <laughs> it's it's about a it sounds I mean it sounds like Gordo. Gordo. Like Dude, the I next, watched that movie. Uh, Spanish word for uh fat. Bro, I watched Gordo? I watched that movie as a kid. It was about a pig that wanted to be a sheepdog. That's a weird <laughs> fantasy. There were some big actors in it too. That was that had to be like ninety four. Okay, uh, it was. Wait, which one? Which one are you going for, Gordo or Babe? It's Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, Gordy. Okay, is that what you're going for? Or it's Babe, Pig in the City, but it's. I think it's Gordy. You think it's Gordy? I think it's Gordy. It is Babe. Fuck. I was really hoping you were gonna say Shrek because I believe he says that will do, do Donkey. That will do Donkey. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but. I was really hoping you got that confused and so, said oh, Shrek. So that was the original Babe? Yeah. So okay, because there's Babe and then there's Babe Pig in the City. There's another There's another original Babe. There is another pig movie called Gordy. I swear. I swear. Unless unless it's like that uh, Mandela effect thing. Yeah. Like I put it in your head and it's a thing. There, there were two movies about pigs when I was a kid. And I don't know why, but Charlotte's there was Babe Web. and there was Gordy. No, it was Babe and Gordy. Charlotte's Web's a yeah, thing. Fucking look it up. Okay, anyway. let's let's go. Uh, year? I thought I said 94. Okay, 95. Very good. You're very good on the years. All right, moving on to the hard section. Ready? Here we go. Nobody puts Baby in a corner. Dirty Dancing. Okay. See, I didn't know that. I, I, I thought these were going to be... I, I kind of picked these based on you and your personality, and I don't know. Maybe uh, I floundered here. 88? 87. Very good. I'm impressed. I shouldn't have given you a five-year window. We can narrow it to two. Let's, let's narrow it to two <laughs> for these last three. We got three more. I'm walking here. A very classic quote that everybody likes to say whenever they go to New York. Is that De Niro? I don't know. No, Is it? it's... A- I do have the uh, on these these ones. I actually have the actors' names. So obviously, oh oh oh, oh 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 no no it's a one. it's a Pacino quote. Al Pacino. Um, I like I can literally see the scene where he says that, and I can't think of the movie name. We also didn't do uh, the year on Dirty Dancing. If you want to go back and do that, no, we did. Did we? Oh, I yeah, said eighty eight. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, Falling apart here. It's, it's not good. I'm walking here. It's Everybody not, likes to do that. It's not good, fellas, is it? It is not. Five. I don't know. Four, don't three, know. two, and one. That would be Dustin Hoffman is the actor. Oh, it's, oh it is Midnight Hoffman. Cowboy. I wouldn't have got that. You want to guess the year? I'm walking here. Uh, 80. 1980. 
1969 would be the year. 69? Yeah, pretty far off. I actually just saw that clip a while ago, and it was actually very good quality. Usually that, people, like, like, I saw the clip, and I was like, that's pretty good quality. I wouldn't have gotten 69. Yeah. Usually people will reference the uh, that Vine. I'm walking here. There, there's a Vine out there that's very funny if you watch it. Nope, don't know it. <clears throat> anyway. Carpe diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives extraordinary. See, I think this is... I picked movies that I thought were, like, more emotional and whatnot, and or Carpe had a deeper, diem. Meme, Carpe uh, deeper meaning and whatnot that I thought you might not be into. Trying to make this hard on you. I don't know, Carpe Diem. To me, Carpe Diem is like a very generic like thing. Um, it's seize the day. Five, four, I don't know. Three, I don't know. Two, one. That would be Robin Williams in Dead Poet Society. Oh, uh, yeah, I would. I wouldn't have gotten that. I th- I think I watched that like in middle school. It's a fantastic movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. like. If you would have said, oh, Captain, my Captain, I would have gotten that. Yeah. yeah. Like, but. See, so, so there's a lot of good quotes out there. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Like you, there's multiple quotes inside movies. So, last one. You ready? Uh, I don't know. One of hold my on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish this beer real quick. Hold on. Oh. Okay. Chugga, 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 chugga. All right, let's go. All right, last one. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. Uh, Shawshank. It is Shawshank. Uh, that is Tim Robbins. Tim, what? Tim that... Robbins is the actor. Who said it? Andy Andy Dufresne is the character in that movie. Tim Robbins is the character. The year is. Here's the guess. Five, four, seventy-eight, three, seventy-eight. 1994. Fuck. <laughs> You're uh, drinking, boy. You can't tell because Morgan Freeman doesn't age. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Favorite movies of all time. Oh, that was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Fun, fun little thing. I enjoyed that. I'm curious how many people got those right, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I hope you guys did too. We're a little out of practice. Uh, we are going to improve this season. I, I promise you. Fun. We're having fun. We're having fun, but we are going to improve. We're going to improve. We're going to do some stuff. So I hope you guys will ride along with us as we do that. So thank you all for joining season two, episode one. Join us next week where we get drunk again and try to host a podcast for the last call podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. And have a great fucking Friday.